Welcome in to another edition of Locked on Titans. I am Jimmy Morris, flying solo tonight. Looks like the Tennessee Volunteers finally found them a, a football coach. So Terry is off tending to that. Uh, so again, if you're into that kind of stuff, you can follow him uh, on Twitter at TLambertFB, and he writes for RockyTopTalk.com. Um, so check that out if you're if you're a Vols fan and want to know about that. Uh, we're here to talk about the Titans, obviously, and um, they were back on the practice field today for the first time since the game against Houston on Sunday, and kind of what we expected as far as practice report goes. Um, Richard Matthews was limited. Uh, he sounded very positive after practice about the ability to play, um, and, and we said yesterday that Malarkey had said that Matthews would be limited today. So uh, no surprise there, and hopefully that means everything's on schedule. So obviously, you know, with hamstrings, we, we saw with Corey Davis um, how, you know, fickle they can be. And so a big part of whether or not he's going to be able to play this week will be how it responds tomorrow. So hopefully things keep progressing well there, and the Titans can have him on Sunday. Uh, guys that missed practice, Derek Morgan with a knee injury. Um, I don't think that he is in, in much danger of missing um, we'll kind of keep an eye on him as, as the week goes on. And, and he's a guy, too, that they've given some Wednesdays off throughout the course of the year. He's a veteran guy, and, and you know, you'll see that from time to time. Kind of the same thing with Delaney Walker. He missed today with that ankle injury. But, again, we talked about that last night. Uh, he came back in the game on Sunday. I don't see any way he misses this game unless, you know, something weird happens or it flares up or whatever. So I'm not worried about him at this point. And Logan Ryan also didn't practice. He's in the concussion protocol uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have, have to see with him. And I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with, with how the concussion protocol works. But basically, you know, there's, there's, there's these different steps that have progressed through in order to be able to play. And so everybody's different. Every concussion is different. Um, so, I mean, even if he doesn't practice until – even if he doesn't practice all week, but then on Saturday he's able to, to clear that, then he would still be able to play on Sunday. So, I don't know. I, I would say it's 50-50 at this point. And, you know, obviously, if he can get back on the practice field, if he can clear that stuff this week, that'd be great. Um, but if not, I would say he'll probably go ahead and make the trip with the team. And then uh, may, maybe he'll be ready to go against the 49ers if he's not ready to go this week. We talked about how the Titans are staying in Arizona after the game out there to, you know, just not have to come all the way back over here and then fly back to San Francisco the next week. So we'll keep an eye on Logan Ryan and see, uh, you know, how that plays out. And, and Logan Ryan, I mean, to me, is really – one of the biggest guys in this game, hopefully he's going to be able to go because that's the guy that you would figure would spend the majority of the day on Larry Fitzgerald. And Larry Fitzgerald is just, you know, the ageless wonder. I mean, he just keeps putting up numbers. And, you know, the last couple of years, he's kind of trailed off as the season has gone along. He's got, you know, he's just been, he's a veteran guy. And so sometimes those guys wear down as the season goes along. But that hasn't been the case for Fitzgerald this year. He's been really good. Blaine Gabbard's obviously really comfortable with him. Um, and so, you know, that, that, that's going to be a concern of mine if, um, if Ryan's not able to go. Because then you're looking at, you know, I, I don't know if, if they would move a Dory into the slot some to cover Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald runs a lot of his routes out of the slot. Um, so then you could be looking at a matchup like with Bryce McCain in there if um, Logan Ryan's not able to go. And, and you know, we kind of know how that's going to turn out if that's the way that it goes down. Hopefully it won't be. Hopefully uh, Logan and I will be able to go. But like I said, we'll just kind of keep an eye on him. As the as the week goes along, um, you know, as far as the Cardinals on offense, obviously they, they've they've given the ball over to Blaine Gabbert now, and um, I mean he's he's actually played pretty well the last couple of weeks. Uh, he's a guy that had, that has some skills, and I was listening to Greg Cosell on the midday one eighty here today, 
and he said kind of the difference between Gabbert when he was in Jacksonville early in his career and now is that he's learned to stand in the pocket a little bit. Um, not afraid to stand in there and, 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 you know, deliver a pass up until that last second when he knows he's going to get hit and that kind of stuff. And he was kind of falling away from contact early in his career. And obviously, you know, in the NFL, if you're falling away from your throws, you're either going to sail them or you're not going to have enough on them. They're going to get picked off. And, you know, you kind of know how that goes. And, and so, I mean, I think he's, he's obviously better than he was when he was in Jacksonville. But um, he's not a guy that, that strikes fear in the hearts of, of defensive coordinators. Mike Malarkey is going to have some familiarity with Gabbert. He was the Jaguars' head coach. Malarkey was when they drafted Blaine Gabbert. So, I mean, he, he kind of knows what he's all about. Um, and so, you know, I don't know how much of an advantage that is. But, like I said, there's at least some familiar, familiarity there. Um, a guy, you know, Ricky Seals-Jones is a guy that, that's going to be an interesting name uh, if, you, if you follow a lot of DFS stuff. He's a guy that's being floated out uh, this week as a, as a guy that could be a good play. I'm not sure what his price is on those sites, but he, he's apparently pretty cheap and has had a couple of, of good games, um, you know, runs runs all the routes. Uh, as a guy that's played some wide receiver, I think, in, in his collegiate career. So uh, he's a guy that the Titans are going to have to keep an eye on, a guy that Gabbard obviously has a rapport with. So, um, you know, he's a guy that the, the Titans have been better against tight ends this year than they have in years past. I mean, it seems like for a lot of years that was the position that really tortured them was the tight end. And, you know, there, there's been a couple of games. I mean, Jack Doyle had a big game against the Titans on, on, in, that, in that Monday night football game. But they did a pretty good job on him the second time around. So they, they haven't been as bad. They haven't struggled as much this year as they have in the past. Part of that is the credit to Jayon Brown coming in and, and playing that well. Um, and then part of it is uh, Wesley Woodard, honestly, being better this year. Whatever, whatever, whatever fountain of youth he found. Um, he, he's been a big, he, he's been a big upgrade, a big plus this year. And, um, you know, he's been better in coverage, better as a run stopper, all that stuff. So, um, you know, this is a matchup as far as from the defensive side of the ball that, that shouldn't give the Titans too many problems. Like I said, my, my biggest concern right now is just Larry Fitzgerald, especially if Logan Ryan is not able to go and what the answer is going to be, because we know Fitzgerald's going to see his targets. I mean, he sees them week in and week out, year in and year out. I mean, you know, he's just one of those really consistent guys. And so, um, I don't know, the matchup bear scares me a little bit. But other than that, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see the Cardinals going out there and hanging 40 on the Titans. I could be wrong, but I, that's just not, that's not one of the outcomes that I see happening here. So, um, you know, like I said, there, there's a lot of matchups that you got to like. And one thing to keep an eye on, Adrian Peterson, talked a little bit about him earlier in the week. But uh, he missed last week with a neck injury, missed practice today with a neck injury for the Cardinals. So, uh, I don't know if he'll be able to go. Uh, unfortunately, Chris Johnson's not there anymore. Um, would have been fun to, to see our old friend CJ, you know, CJ 3.0K, but um, he's he got released when they signed AP, so you could see some Kerwin Williams. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals actually, have, have, it's been kind of interesting what they've done with their with their running backs this year. I mean, they had, you know, Andre Ellington and, and Chris Johnson at the beginning of the year. They've cut both of those guys. Um, you know, obviously David Johnson's their, their superstar, but he's been out and is not, not expected to come back this year. So their backfield's a little bit different right now than what it was at the beginning of the year when you had the, the three guys with David Johnson, CJ, and, uh, and Ellington. So now you're looking at, at some Kerwin Williams, um, and he's a guy that's done some things, but again, not a guy that's going to strike fear in your heart. So um, I, I don't know. I, I like the matchup there. One thing as far as run defense goes, I should mention from the top, Daquan Jones tweeted out, that uh, he had surgery today and it was successful. So, you know, obviously sending out good thoughts to him. Hopefully his recovery will go well, his rehab will go well. And, you know, he's a guy that's a free agent at the end of the year. 
Um, and, you know, it just kind of stinks that, that he was coming along like he was, and, and now you're uh, – it'll just be interesting what his contract is and see if the, what the Titans are willing to offer him. And, I mean, hopefully he's a guy they can, they can bring back because, like I said, he was doing some good things right before he got injured. So that's kind of what it's going to look like on the defensive side of the ball for the Titans. Coming up here in a sec, we'll talk about what the offense will be facing. So I wrote a post today on musiccitymiracles.com uh, where you can check that out. Obviously, if, you, if you're not reading that every day, you should be because we have a lot of good content, a lot of good stuff about Titans on there, about the Arizona Cardinals defense, which has been really good this year. Um, and, you know, so we talked a little bit about how we'd like to see the Titans go out and, you know, put a team away, put a bunch of points up, you know, kind of run away and hide with, with a game, which they haven't been able to do this year. This doesn't look like the matchup where they're going to be able to do it either. Now, one weird thing about the Cardinals is when you look at just their just their yards per game and stuff, they're 13th in the, in the NFL in, in total yards per game allowed. They're 18th in passing yards allowed, 9th in rushing yards allowed. So, I mean, really good numbers there, right? They're 29th in points allowed, which is a little bit weird. Doesn't really doesn't really match up with those other two number or those other three numbers. Um, I, I think part of that has been they've, they've given up some they've given up some defensive touchdowns to the opposing team, um, and, and they've had turnovers from their offense that, that's given the opposing team short fields. Um, so you know, you, the, the in, when you have those scenarios, obviously the yardage numbers are going to be a little bit down while the um, while, while the points go up. So uh, just something to keep an eye on there, and, and hopefully the Titans can maybe take advantage of that and you know force Gabbard into something and and take advantage of a short field. You know, obviously the the Cardinals defense starts with Patrick Peterson. Uh, he, he's the stud on that side of the ball. He's a guy that has locked down opposing receivers all year long. You know, the Cardinals have played 12 games. Peterson missed one with an injury. He shadowed the, t- the other team's number one receiver in those other 11 games and has given up 10 catches for 197 yards on the season. So 11 games shadowing, 10 catches allowed. That, that's pretty remarkable. Um, I mean, you're not going to see numbers better than that ever. So, um, you know, he's a guy that I would assume they would match up on Rashard Matthews if, if Matthews is able to go. Um, you know, and we could we could get into who the Titans' number one receiver is, who it should be, and all those types of things. I mean, I think ability wise and hopefully long term wise, uh, Corey Davis will be that guy, and we would be the guy that the, the the opposing team's best corner would match up on. But we're not there yet, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons. And so I think absolutely, if, if Matthews is able to go, then um, you'll see him. You'll see Patrick Peterson match up on Matthews now. This will provide an opportunity for Corey Davis. And, you know, we've seen early in the year, especially they, they peppered him with targets, haven't done as much in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, don't necessarily know the reasons for that. But he's going to get a plus matchup on the other side. Uh, you know, early in the year they were using Justin Bethel. The Cardinals were as, as the guy opposite Peterson, and he was so bad they benched him with Tremont Williams, who, I mean, I think has been a little bit better, but not a whole lot better. Uh, opposing teams, number two wide receivers, have had some big days against the against the Cardinals, so this this could be a spot where Davis is going to be in a plus matchup, and you know maybe he can he can have that game that we've been we've been hoping for a while that he would have. Now, you know part of the part of the reason that I, I kind of think that won't happen is because number one, the Titans are just not going to throw the ball that much, more than likely. Um, you know, if you look at Mariota's attempts over the year, they're just not that high. Last week, I think he threw the ball twenty three times against the Texans. So you know, it's not going to be a scenario where, you know, you're able to see Corey Davis have some like 14 or 15 targets just because they don't throw the ball that much. But he does have a plus matchup here, and is a, it, this is a place where he should be able to do some damage. 
So hopefully we can see him kind of come into his own and have a good game in this one. Delaney Walker, obviously, is the other guy that, um, you know, is is going to be the focal point of the passing game. And um, like I said, he, he didn't practice on Wednesday, but I, I don't expect him to miss this game. I, I think that I think that he'll be ready to go. And hopefully he can, you know, have a big game. And, again, I, I'd love to see Mariota, you know, come through here and, and put up some numbers like, like what we thought he would be at the beginning of the year and just hasn't necessarily gotten there yet. Um, you know, again, not a great matchup. Uh, but, I mean, 18th in passing yards allowed per game. So, middle of the road there. If you get into DVOA numbers, um, they're 6th overall, 11th against the pass, and 4th against the run, DVOA-wise. So, um, it looks like the spot to, to take advantage of here is going to be through the air. Um, and now we know, we've been over this a million times, about how we look at, you look at the opposing team and you think, hey, this is a, the time where the Titans should come out, they should throw the ball, um, you know, take advantage of that matchup and then maybe settle in, try to run a little bit. We've talked about that with a few different teams, the Browns, the Colts, especially a couple of those times, and the Titans don't tend to do it. Um, I don't know if I don't know if that'll be different this week. I kind of doubt that it will be. But if you want to attack the Cardinals, the you know the path of least resistance for most teams has been through the air. So we'll keep an eye on that and see if that's something that they want to do. Um, Odds are they're going to come out, try to establish the run, uh, you know, try to run play fakes off of that and, and take their shots that way. Um, you know, and Mariota, we've talked a lot about his play this year, and we talked a lot um, the last couple of days about how differently we would feel about this team, even if they had the struggles to, in close games and that kind of stuff. If Mariota was playing well, it would kind of be a different – we would be having a different conversation. We'd feel differently about it. He hasn't played well this year. There's no sugarcoating that. Sometimes I think people people kind of get on me sometimes because I don't I don't criticize Mariota enough. He, he fought out and played well enough this year. I mean, we all know that. But it's not all on him. There, there's a lot of other things at work there. But this could be a spot where he could come out and, and you know, kind of have a good game and get the offense rolling. And so, I mean, we'll, we'll look and see if they allow him to do that. You know, the run game looked probably the best it has all year last week. Um, DeMarco Murray was, you know, averaging six yards a carry. Looked like he had burst for the first time in a while. Um, Derrick Henry, obviously, you know, closed with a big run. But even before that, I mean, he had ripped off some runs that were that were good. There were some holes there. He's been making guys miss. Um, if you look at Henry's, you know, numbers on Pro Football Focus, yeah, I mean, he's like up there in, in you know, uh, missed tackles, forced, and that kind of stuff. I mean, I think he's like second in the league behind Alvin Kamara as far as that metric goes. So, um, you know, just with his, that size and speed combo that you have in Henry, uh, you'd like to see them feed him a little bit more. And again, things that we talk about that we wish that would happen every week and they don't, they don't end up happening. But, um, you know, I do, I do still believe that uh, the, the, best, the best thing for this team is for both running backs to be effective and for them to be able to use both of them. And, and like I said, DeMarco showed more bursts last week than he has all season. So hopefully that's something that maybe he's finally healthy and something that he's going to look better going forward. It'll be interesting to see in this one, you know, if how much Luke Stocker gets involved. Mari, uh, Mar- Mike Malarkey said after practice today that, um, you know, they'll, they'll just see where he is, how much he can absorb, and see what he's able to do. Now, again, obviously not a guy that's going to be a threat in the passing game, but could help them out with some blocking stuff. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe a guy that comes in and, and just kind of – just kind of sure some things up that some of the holes that they've had in, in, in the run game, and maybe he can help them out in that way. Um, 
don't think he's going to come in and just, you know, absolutely save the run game. But we'll watch him in this game and next week especially. Um, the, the, the matchup next week, especially for the run game against 49ers, is, is going to be a lot better. They're, they're really bad against the run. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of keep an eye on that. But it, I, I think the, the, you're going to see tough sledding for the run game this week. And so hopefully the passing, the, the Marcus Mariota can kind of put him on, put him on his back and, and win the game that way. The Titans are a three-point favorite. We talked about that too. And, um, you know, I, I don't really know what to think about this game. I, I think it's going to be kind of another ugly one um, that, you know, I think they can win. I think they're going to be the better team. But, you know, traveling out there and all that stuff, kind of those issues kind of crop up. But I think the Titans are the better team. I think that, you know, at that same time, the Titans are playing the Cardinals on Sunday. you got the, the Seahawks in Jacksonville playing the Jaguars. A, a game the Jaguars actually, absolutely could lose. Now they could win it too. I mean, we, we've seen – you know, you, you don't always know what you're getting with that team. But, you know, it would be huge if the Titans can go to Arizona and win. Seattle can go to Jacksonville and beat them. Then you're looking at the Titans having, you know, that, that game buffer there. You know, they've, they've already got that tiebreaker right now um, with the Jaguars. But it would be nice to be a game ahead of them, even in the standings. More than likely, it's going to come down to that last game anyway because the way that it looks right now, you know, the, the second tiebreaker for the division after head-to-head is division record. And so um, the uh, the Titans right now are, you know, if they've, they've been better in the division this year than they have at any other point. Um, they, they, you know, they swept the Colts. So you got two wins there. You got a win over the Jaguars. That's three. Uh, one win over the Texans. Four. The only loss in the division to this point was that Texans loss. So they're four and one in the division uh, with, with that Jaguars game left to go. The the Jaguars to this point have I think only lost one game in the division as well. Um, so they, you know, they, they would, if they were to beat the Titans, they have the same record, even with that split, they would have the better division record because the Titans would have two losses in the division. Obviously they lost the Jaguars in week 17. So need to win that game. And that's what kind of what it's all going to come down to. But, you know, again, that game, one of the last ones, tough games that the the Jaguars have is this week against Seattle. So we'll see how that plays out. But Titans got to take care of business. That's the biggest thing. I think they win. Um, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. I think you're going to see something kind of similar to what we've seen the last couple of weeks, um, you know, close and ugly early, and then maybe they can put together a couple of drives in the fourth quarter, uh, get Derrick Henry kind of rolling like they have the last couple of weeks, and, uh, you know, kind of kind of put them away that. So, I mean, my, I'm kind of thinking, you know, something around the around 16, 13, something like that Titans, and that, that's, kind of what, that's kind of where I am right now. Um, and we'll see how that that prediction might change if, if we get some updates on guys playing like Logan Ryan and that kind of stuff. Um, but that, that, that's kind of where I think this game's going to be. And, and, you know, hopefully they can get there. Then you're looking at nine and four going to San Francisco, a game that, you know, is a little bit tougher with Jimmy Garoppolo than whoever they had playing quarterback before, but still a game the Titans should win. You get that one 10 to four, then you got, you know, you, you, you got the chance to have a special season. So we'll keep an eye on that as, as it goes along. So like I said, Keep following the site, MuseumMiracles.com. We'll have plenty more on this game. We'll be following injury reports and all that stuff uh, up until Sunday morning, uh, all the way up to the inactives and all that stuff. So check that out. And then, of course, we'll be back early Monday morning uh, with a recap pod for this game. The next week we'll start getting into the 49ers. Uh, we'll kind of reset the, the playoff picture to next week. So kind of all that stuff coming up. But for now, um, this will be it for, it for this week. Again, check us out museummiracles.com hopefully Terry is getting to finally uh, put the post on his site about Tennessee hiring a football coach and they can kind of put all that behind them 
Um, but you, in the meantime, you can follow him at Terry Lambert FB. I'm at Jay Morris MCM. Thanks for listening to Locked On Titans, and we will talk to you next week.